Hello, listeners. Your wonky yet affable host, Ryan Rodriguez, here with an important announcement. Less than one year from now, the Coolness Chronicles will be dead. Like, dead dead. I will have been researching, writing, and producing the first season of the podcast for six years at that point, and six years is a long time to devote my every waking second to some puppet show from... Wisconsin, was it? But while the Coolness Chronicles will have breathed its last, have ceased to be, have become an ex-podcast, I am far from done assaulting your ears with enthusiastic analyses of the greatest pop culture from a skewed perspective. Today seems to be the perfect opportunity to outline my future plans for podcasting because it is a most momentous anniversary. A time warp detour will help me explain. In 1979, three writers from Madison, Wisconsin, Jerry Zucker, Jim Abrams, and David Zucker, were making their directorial debuts on a minor parody film for Paramount Pictures. They had previously headlined their own sketch troupe, the Kentucky Fried Theater, and translated that success onto the big screen in 1977 with director John Landis for the Kentucky Fried movie. When writing for the theater, Zucker, Abrams, and Zucker, or Zaz for short, would leave a video recorder on the local UHF stations overnight and use what they found as material for parody sketches. One night, they accidentally recorded a film from 1954 called Zero Hour, a disaster picture so fundamentally silly and histrionic that it required their lampooning. Finding someone back there who not only can fly this plane, but who didn't have fish for dinner. Zero Hour was about a former aviator in World War II with post-traumatic stress disorder named Ted Stryker, forced to land a commercial flight after the pilot was stricken with food poisoning. Sound familiar? Zaz basically transcribed the Zero Hour script verbatim with minor embellishments and used their parody as the centerpiece of a Kentucky Fried Movie-esque sketch compilation called The Late Show. Upon pitching the script to studios, they were told by more than a few executives that they should ditch the sketch angle and just focus on the Zero Hour parody. They eventually agreed and sold it to Paramount under the condition that they could direct, and Paramount CEO Michael Eisner agreed. Where other studios, Universal in particular, required the participation of proven broad comedic stars like Harvey Korman and Dom DeLuise, Eisner allowed Zaz to pursue their dream actors, Peter Graves, Robert Stack, Lloyd Bridges, and Leslie Nielsen, whom they would instruct to perform as if they didn't know that they were in a comedy. Paramount also bought the rights to Zero Hour, as the wholesale transcription of its dialogue and plot definitely violated the parameters of copyright law. After roughly two months of principal photography, the film was wrapped, and 40 years ago today, on July 2nd, 1980, Airplane received its wide release in North America, and comedy would never be the same. Stand by for the most extraordinary chain of events ever swept up into high adventure. Never has the screen been so big. You ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir, I've never been up in a plane before. Peter Graves. You ever seen a grown man naked? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm an airline pilot. 
Leslie Nielsen. This woman has to be gotten to a hospital. A hospital? What is it? It's a big building with patients, but that's not important right now. Lloyd Bridges. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I can make a cap, or a brooch, or a pterodactyl. Um, Robert Stack. Julie Haggerty. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? Yes! Robert Hayes. <laughs> the most incredible adventure the screen has ever created. He's coming right at us! The big news is... Airplane. It's very difficult to condense the effect that this 88-minute slice of cinematic anarchy had on the genre, the industry, and the entirety of pop culture. But when the Coolness Chronicles rises from the grave in its new zombie incarnation, the Shirley Chronicles, your wonky yet affable host will attempt to do just that. But wait! There's more! Unlike our comprehensive, some would say irritatingly thorough dissection of Mystery Science Theater 3000, we will have gotten to the bottom of Airplane within the first two hours. This includes a huge, almost seismic discussion of the disaster movie genre, the centerpiece being a deep dive into the author of Zero Hour, Arthur Haley, and the franchise that snagged him an Academy Award nomination for Best Screenplay. Oh, you pilots are such men. They don't call it the cockpit for nothing, honey. After that, we're going to go deep down into the rabbit hole of Zucker Abrams Zucker and cover their subsequent triumphs, like the depressingly underrated lunacy of Top Secret and the sublime birth of Frank Drebin. Who are you, and how did you get in here? I'm a locksmith, and I'm a locksmith. And once we finish their collaborative work, we'll get to all the solo projects. We're using Airplane as a jumping-off point ground zero for a larger and more expansive conversation. The solo projects will allow us an opportunity to address how comedy changed outwardly. Is it to Frank or to Beans? What's your glitch, Gene? You listen to me, you fucked up little cigarette-smoking piece of shit. I was in the Vietnam War. And internally from there, and we'll even jump back through time to understand the kind of comedy that set the stage for the shit to hit the fan. Of course you know this means war! Airplane connections allow us to get deep into the work of a man who went from being the most sought-after director of comedy in Hollywood to being narrowly acquitted for manslaughter. It even allows us to connect Leslie Nielsen to Bruce Lee. From the birth of gross-out comedy to the sudden proliferation of self-referential slasher movies, this is fertile ground for countless hours of podcastery. The highs, the lows, the creamy middles. The Shirley Chronicles will resemble the show that you currently know and tolerate, but only because my grating voice will not have changed. In almost every other respect, it's a whole new beast entirely. One with the same questionable level of charm, but a much wider, more adventurous, non-linear scope. I've grown considerably over the course of this endless first season, and I can't wait to share the next oddball quest with you. My only regret is that you're going to have to wait longer to hear it. The future is so bright, you're going to need to wear shades, and perhaps at least 220 SPF. Adieu, Coolness Chronicles. Bonjour, Shirley Chronicles. 2021. I'm serious when I say you'll want to stay tuned. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. In the meantime, you should use this coming 4th of July weekend to celebrate by checking out my new podcast, Reels of Justice, where we put suspected bad movies on trial, complete with prosecution, defense, 
judge, and jury. It's been a blast so far, and it's only going to get better, so go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can find this podcast, you can find it there. And check out our first four episodes. New episodes every Thursday. At patreon.com slash coolnesschronicles, $5 gets you access to every single episode in advance and countless hours of bonus content, which will start to be released weekly every Friday starting in August. Remember to rate and review the show on iTunes or your chosen source and share it with anyone you can, any way you can. Friends, family, even strangers if you're so inclined. Next Tuesday, we'll return from this little break with another free hour all about MST3K's run-ins with the Screaming Skull and my good friend Gumby, plus Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Until then, do what you love, don't be a dick, and take care. Dawn, that's the end.